welcome here inside Arizona Stadium in Tucson. The Arizona Wildcats win 38-35. to That's their first Territorial Cup win since 2016. And Jesse, obviously, this is a Arizona State podcast here. Um, just a, a initial thoughts, takeaways from what you saw today specifically. I mean, it was a back-and-forth game. Anybody could have won it. Uh, ASU lost because they lost the turnover battle. They, I believe, had five turnovers in this one. Uh, you just can't do that and expect to win. Also, you've got to factor in the fact that they didn't have Daniel and Gata today. Um, that factored in because you had to bring in an inexperienced running back. Um, you know, the defense, again, was gashed by another running attack. I didn't think it would happen this week, but it happened again. So, I mean, those are my biggest takeaways from the game. And then I've got to say it. Um, I think U of A has now overtaken Arizona State as the premier program in the state of Arizona as far as football goes. And basketball for now. but uh, <laughs> For now. For now. We'll, we'll see what happens uh, throughout the rest of the year. Obviously, they were the one seed last year. But we're talking about this game here. Um, what's your thoughts on who's the pr- premier program here? Obviously, ASU had won five in a row of these. But, I mean, like now... I think what it is is like, it's the same thing with basketball. Like U of A is the premier basketball program, and like there's no ASU fan that's going to argue that. When it comes to football, it should be ASU. But sometimes the two schools will flip flop. They'll have their times when they're down, and this is obviously just a down time for ASU. We had a coach get fired three games into a season. We don't know who the coach is going to be going forward. We heard Sean Aguano talk post game. It sounds like they're not going to bring him on full time, but it's not official yet. And until ASU knows who their coach is, if, until they know what the sanctions are for the alleged recruiting violations, this program really cannot go anywhere because it's hard to get anyone to, to come here. I mean, if, if you, literally, if, if you're an, looking for an employer and your boss doesn't know if he's going to be here and you, your company might not have uh, some sanctions coming, I mean, like, are you going to want to go? So I just think as soon as that dust settles a lot, like the way the University of Arizona basketball program rebounded so quickly from their stuff with Sean Miller and DeAndre Ayton and all that, I think once all that comes down, it, things will end up leveling each other out, especially over the next you know three, four, five years. But step one, identify who your next head football coach is going to be. Yeah. And then I don't know how much control ASU really has over the NCAA investigation. But once that's done, we'll be able to take more of a step forward and rebuild this thing the way we know ASU knows how to play because – we, we fail, I failed them bring this up pregame, but 3-9, and nine, that's the worst Arizona State season in modern history. Point and, blank. Just check the history. And you mentioned the first two things. Third thing, and Kyle Soley mentioned this, is they've got to commit to NIL. If you want to win nowadays, got to commit to NIL. All of these big programs are committing to NIL, and Kyle Soley alluded to that. And so they 100% need to get on board because that's the way you win today, whether or not you like it. And if the fan base wants to be happy, if the players want to be happy, if they want to stay here, they are going to have to commit to name, image, and likeness. Yeah, and that's the way that the college football landscape is going. And you've seen it with a bunch of different schools like USC this year, who's become a top 10 program in the country this year. They were not that last year. Now they have Lincoln Riley and a bunch of... The coach, of, yeah. big one. And, and once he went there, a bunch of kids followed. So Superstar young coach. That's a huge thing that, that ASU needs to make hit a home run on this hire. Superstar young coach, commit to NIL. There you go. Um, 
specifically in this game, I want to go back to a couple things. Trenton Borgay's stat line looked a little bit like what we've seen from Delora this season, honestly. Yeah. He threw for over 300 yards, a couple interceptions, three touchdowns. Uh, and, and Delora, he, you know, he looked like what Trenton Borgay's stat line has looked like. So kind of flip-flops. X Valade had under 100 yards rushing for the first time in I don't know how long. 97 yards on 24 rushes. What, right? Still a very good game. Right. Which he's, he's the most consistent player on this team, I don't, it, it, without a doubt. Um, just a lot of different things that happened that went wrong for ASU. Uh, obviously, the turnovers, it's not, not great. Uh, I specifically said to Jesse in the middle of the game that I thought the fumble in the third quarter, I, I thought that his forward progress was stopped. I didn't uh, see that. I, I thought I he was. I didn't see that live yeah. either. Uh, but but I, you can't make excuses. They lost today. They, you know, they had a chance to tie it at the end of the game with a minute and a half or so left, and they threw an interception. Arizona wins this one. Um, specifically, I want your main take, not just overall what's going on with the program. What did you see from the offense of Arizona today, Jake? The offense of Arizona? Yeah. I saw a team that has watched film on what has worked for ASU's opponents over the last few weeks, and that's running the football. We talked about a three-headed monster in the past game. We expected Jaden Delora to come out here and just throw it all around, and he didn't, and he didn't have to because Michael Wiley – ran for over 200 yards, and I kept saying on Twitter, I feel like I'm watching the 2016 game when U of A ran for over 500 yards and only threw the ball eight times. It wasn't quite that bad. It was a little better than that. But you could even see at, at some points Wiley was a little bit gassed out there. There was a run down the sideline in, in the fourth quarter where he had a ton of room. He could have cut it back in field, but he just took it right out of bounds instead of yeah. cutting it back in field. So. They fed him the ball yeah, a lot today. But it didn't really even matter when he was tired because they played four running backs today, I believe. Three of them had touchdowns. So when he went out, I believe it was Coleman that would come in, a freshman, and also had success. And then they had uh, DJ Williams score as well um, for them as out of the backfield. So they just ran all over ASU. And going back to the Eastern Michigan game this year, it's what we've seen happen against this uh, ASU defense and obviously like Jake said they must have watched film and done a really good job on it so hats off to U of A for that um let's give a couple shout outs shout out Ro Torrance he's been playing excellent this year he deserved to get his first pick of the season Hashtag here today devil he was that was a turning point in the game too he, he was incredible all season and he deserved to finally get that first pick and the monkey off his back uh Conyers was was great as well Geo Sanders got his first uh career touchdown today he had over 100 yards it was you know, a lot of guys that got their career first uh, today, you know, there's some positives that you can look forward to with this Arizona State yeah, team. Again, if the players stay around, and that is a huge thing moving forward, is who the coach is going to be, if the coach can keep some of these top guys on the team. Again, Trenton Bourget, I, I asked him if he was going to stick around. Did not love his answer. He did not 100% say, yeah, I'm, I'm committed. But I will say that he did kind of talk up ASU throughout his press conference. So I feel like I'm just kind of 50-50 on where he's at with uh, his mindset at this point. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see, Jake. Okay, like I said, we won't know what's going to happen with this program until a new boss has been selected. I mean, at the end of the day, like, that's the man making all the decisions, the one that wants to give out the scholarships, the one who has the power to move the program in any direction he wants. So my whole thing is until we find this head coach, I don't think ASU can really take too many steps forward because how can you? How can you lead without a leader? 
right? How can you follow someone if you don't know who's leading you? Well, hopefully they figure that out soon rather than later. Um, we can't leave without talking about the little scuffle at the end. There was a lot of personal fouls called in this a game. Ton of well, I mean, like you would expect it in a rivalry matchup, but especially at the end of the game, it looked like old University of Miami against Florida Gators or, or Florida State out there <laughs> today. FIU. Like, like the, the running on the field, like everybody's on the on the other sideline because uh, I believe was it Geo Sanders that was over there. It was someone that was over there after that that was uh, that was on the U of A sideline. Uh, so after that interception. I asked Sean Aguano what happened, and he said that one of the players was kind of being held back over there, and so they went in and defended it. And in a rivalry game, you've kind of got to do that. The game is over at that point, so you take the personal fouls to defend your team in this rivalry game. It's kind of what you have to do. Um, you don't like to see it, but, again, it's something that happens and is probably necessary. And it's not like it's built into the stands or anything like that. It was kind of more just like the two teams met, pushing and shoving. I would kind of describe it as a bench-clearing brawl that doesn't turn into a bench-clearing brawl. So, like, when the bullpens come out and they kind of stand there. That's kind of how I would describe that. I did see some pushing and shoving and some hands thrown to the faces of some players. That's how it is in, you know, one of these scuffles that doesn't turn into, like, Man, Sparky and Wilbur got into it. Well, yeah, we can't leave without talking about that either. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, Sparky and Wilbur. um, I do have a a video of that. It looked a little WWE-ish. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a... Maybe it was Wilbur's something. head almost came off. Oh, I did saw. Oh no! Now our pets' heads are falling off. Yeah. Wait. So if the head comes off, that's not a good thing, right? Because no, it takes away. No, it, it would be terrible. I think a mascot yeah. dies every time the head falls off. Yeah, because there's nothing under that, no. right? I know a former Sparky. I'll. You know I'll, a former I'll, Sparky. What what I'll happened? Do. What happened to the Sparky? He graduated. Now he's a director of. Wait, so there are multiple Sparky. So they just walk around and they're like, and they just look like Sparky. Fun fact: those that are ASU fans at home games, there are multiple Sparkies. In fact, there could be one each quarter, and that is again because I used to work with a former Sparky, who I believe is now the director of communications for USA Baseball. Alex Nash. Interesting yeah, yeah. Career, career path for a Sparky. Yeah, for a Sparky. Yeah. <laughs> he used to be uh, director of comms, or I think it was director of. Uh, it was something with the Fiesta Bowl. Jake's got to go right. Jesse's got to go right. I got to go edit. Uh, we're here in Tucson for another couple of hours, but you can please listen to this uh, whole podcast over on at AZ Sports Devils. That's where you can find all of our content from throughout the game. Uh, at AZ Sports on Twitter is where you can find uh, Sparky and Wilbur going at it, as well as the little scuffle that happened at the end. And, of course, U of A lifting the Territorial Cup. You can find Jake's article on... Not, not the real one, though. That It's, it's a replica just wanted to throw that out there. You can find all Jake's articles on ArizonaSports.com. We'll talk to you in the middle of the week. We'll have a little season roundup talking about this team, and then we'll get into a little bit of men's and women's basketball as well. For Jake Anderson and Jesse Morrison, I'm Jeremy Schnell. We'll see you later. Ciao.